Episode 3, The Echo Cast, A Speculation Proclamation. I hope everyone's doing well who's listening. I'm Bon Diesel. You probably know who I am if you're here. If you're listening on SoundCloud or if you're watching on YouTube, maybe even watching on Twitch. Get crazy. Good to have you here. Let's, uh, let's just get into it. So, the intro... I really didn't have anything too interesting to talk about this time. Uh, after the star player thing last week, it's kind of hard to top. So I uh, figure I'd talk about what I'm playing right now. So uh, it may be no surprise that my primary game uh, is pretty much always going to be The Division. But I will say I've probably been playing more uh, Far Cry 5. If you haven't played it yet, I suggest watching some streams of it talking to people who have played it um, I think for most people it's an easy buy right now full disclosure I did not pay for it so I don't want to be a huge hypocrite there um, but I would without a doubt and I don't I'm still speculative whether or not I would get the pass the, the season pass I kind of want to see some more details about what that's gonna be the zombies and the Vietnam and, and the things but um, I really, really like what I've seen so far. So we'll we'll go with that. So I would really like to um, just jump into the state of the game recap. Uh, this was a, a pretty light one when it comes to actual uh, news and stuff like that. But there was still some good stuff worth talking about. So. One more recap on 1.8.1, which releases in one week uh, on the 12th of April. Uh, we're, we're getting close. So if you haven't seen it a thousand times already, you're looking at new drop rate changes that they talked about a month or two ago, a while ago, um, with with classes and stuff like that. Uh, two, new, uh, two new global events, one that will start in April, the other one won't start until June. I believe, if I remember correctly. Uh, two new legendaries in 1.8.1, which are going to be Amherst Department and Grand Central Station. Uh, new DTEC drops out of caches and, and all kinds of places, so find those details. I'm sure it's uh, relatively easy at this point. Exotic changes, the big ones being that um, the LZ bosses now can drop all exotics. And that all of the exotics you can buy in a special vendor um, are no longer going to be dropped randomly. You have to buy them. Uh, probably for the better. Increases your chances of another house. Or uh, another Pharaoh's Mask. Because that's what everyone's clamoring after. As we speak. Uh, the last uh, part of it being one of the most exciting parts of it for me personally is the 1x patch. Uh, obviously for anyone who's got an Xbox One X, uh, getting that big fat patch is going to be real nice. Um, I've been seeing some comparisons around people saying, well, it's just going to be the same patch as the PS4 Pro. You look at the details of their pure power specs, it shouldn't even be close. <laughs> it's, the Pro is a great system, awesome system, but the One X is significantly more powerful. So. Hopefully we see some like medium PC settings as opposed to what we have now, which is 
probably closer to low. And um, we, we will see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the one bit of new information they did give us was that uh, there will be a Mark III encrypted cache. I believe I have almost 30 keys saved up. I'm sure someone hanging out right now in chat probably has 100. Um, they showed five new um, vanity sets. Uh, kind of hard to see, especially off of my phone screenshot, but even off full size. You couldn't see them real close. It looks like there's a couple of cool helmets um, and some other various gear. I suspect they'll be related to some of the gear sets, um, but maybe it's a whole different theme. We still have not seen what the masks are going to be in the next global event, Blackout. But Mr. Terry Spear himself has dropped some interesting hints um, from Paris this week where he was wearing a like just a blank white face mask, a alien mask, and I knew I was going to forget the last one. I'm going to see if I can find it really fast. Um, but he's been uh, previewing some stuff that I think is kind of hard not to uh, guess what is in the bunny mask, the, the, the Donnie Darko mask. So we'll, uh, I suspect that was on purpose, but, uh, but we shall see. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the patch. I'm excited for my personal graphics boost and uh i'm excited for all those changes i i think they're gonna be good things i hope that i've been kind of waiting for this ever since i deleted all of my gear uh because this is my chance i think to actually get a lot of my stuff back so but we'll see i don't know uh the last piece of the state of the game i was going to cover fairly quickly was the uh, hashtag emoji agent that they uh, talked a little bit about i thought that was actually pretty cool um it's something i still plan on doing Probably on Saturday or something, I'll do one of my own. Um, I'll try to find one of the more obscure uh, emotes to do. Um, there's a delete it video uh, where someone, uh, and I, I'll, I'll try to link it um, in the various places. Uh, someone talking about, you know, just get rid of all your crappy gear. There's no need to keep it. There's no reason to hoard it. It's dumb. It's just stressing me out. Just clear it out, especially as we can get more and more refined than what we currently have. So. I liked it from what they showed of it, and I, uh, I'll try to watch it myself as well. So I probably need that advice. And then there's some various fan art and pictures. I do want to give a shout out to Wolf Echerno. Um They featured another little piece by him. And, and honestly, I really like the way they're doing these state of the games, especially these ones that are light on news. Uh, they're giving us the news that they can give us real quick, and then they literally have been saying goodbye to the people who are there for news. Um, to try to encourage the people who stick around for the community part to not moan and groan about the community part. It, it, it's a nice part of the, of, of the series. It's you know it, it's good for the people who are spending time on this game in alternative ways um, to show them a little bit of love, including myself. I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm... I don't consider myself one of those people who spends probably half of my time in this game doing non-traditional game-related stuff via screenshots or videos or, or whatever I'm I'm working on so so that's day of the game recap enjoy uh, division news uh, I, I don't really think they're I didn't I didn't catch a lot um, this week or in the last week uh, for me to talk about as far as I can remember um, the one piece being the article that got thrown around a lot yesterday uh, supposedly someone in massive telling this uh, reporter that um, Massive is doing a battle royale. Um, it's you know, 
that vague of a statement is going to lead to lots and lots of speculation because we've all been under the impression for the last couple years that the only games that Massive um, is working are working on was a Division One. Now we know the Division Two, which I think a lot of people are guessing in the Avatar game. Um, now there were some pretty clear signs that Ubisoft and Massive were ex expanding already for the Avatar project. I believe two offices opened relatively recently. Um, that I believe at least one of them they specifically said was for the Avatar project. And now, you know, now there's this possibility of a third game. Now, obviously, being on the Division side of things, Battle Royale being something that people have asked for forever and ever and ever uh, for Division and for survival specifically, there, there, was a, there was a tendency by the community to jump and say, oh man, it's going to be, Division 2 is going to be a Battle Royale. Um, my personal speculation was that maybe we would get like a Fortnite situation. I just, where, where the PvP, the, the, the BR, the Battle Royale is, is a free feature that you pay for with cosmetic upgrades and stuff. And then there's a whole separate part of the game that's paid for. But I, one, I, I just don't think that's the route that they would go. And it's honestly the route I hope they don't go. Um, what, what I think would be the best thing, personally, out of this Battle Royale from Massive News, if it's even true, it could be completely made up, is that the, it, it's a whole separate deal. Um, keep in mind, Massive is still part of Ubisoft. What if they take, you know, the engine and, and such from like Far Cry and make a fairly simple but fun and, and exciting BR out of that. Or even if they use Snowdrop and, and, and use maybe some of the basic ideas from Division, but made a whole separate free-to-play game that was just Battle Royale. I just, one, I suspect if, it, if this project started relatively recently, I wouldn't expect to actually see anything of it until maybe next summer. Um, I'm, I'm not really expecting it to be directly having to do with Division 2. I still think Division 2 will have some kind of expanded or improved or upgraded version of survival with a similar concept to what we're dealing with now. Session-based gameplay where you start with nothing and build up and kill other people and, and have it an, an end goal of some type. I I would be very cautious to think that this BR thing has anything to do with the Division 2. Obviously, because of its context and stuff, you know, it seems like it could be. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Uh, I don't really think I have an opinion whether or not I want it to be Division 2 related or not. I would kind of prefer it not be. I kind of like the idea of the Division 2 truly being a sequel, lore-wise, gameplay-wise, and just in general. So... Uh, that's that's my thought. So that's the big news I could think of this week that has anything to do with Division, um, even though it likely and may have nothing to do with the Division. Uh, community news, I probably should, should have paid better attention over the last week. Uh, I, I was in jury duty, as most of you know, and suffered through with me. Uh, so I didn't get time to really dig in too much and, and do this stuff. But what I do want to make people aware of 
is this project called The Dark Diary. Um, they're currently, um, they've released episode two and they um, are working on episode three right now, if, I, if I'm correct. Um, a, a guy on Twitter, it's at uh, DevPatho, D-E-V-P-A-T-H-O. Um, seems like he's kind of the ringleader here and they're making these cinematic videos, I assume using some of these new tools and stuff we've got on PC to make these kind of cinematics um, about the division and involving the story and they're kind of doing their own thing. There's some people I know who are involved in this. It seems like a really cool project um, until the more recent tools that were kind of released. It, it, that was kind of a tough thing for people to do with any kind of real quality. So um, I'm really interested to see where this goes. I know I need, I still need to watch the second one. I've watched the first one. It was excellent. And I'll be excited to kind of see where these guys take this. It's, it's something that is new to us and um, as a community, and I'm really excited about it. I'm glad someone took the initiative to really dive in. So uh, for what is always my favorite part of, of this podcast, because it's stuff I'm doing anyways, and um, I get to drag you people into it with me. It's uh, the, the Division 2 speculation portion. I need like some graphics with some like fireworks or something. Um, I really need to get some slides or something. Well, uh, I'll, I'll contact uh, Hamish about that. Well, uh, or whoever, Sungren now, or whoever is doing that job. So, um, okay, so the subject that was suggested on stream last night was to speculate about where the Division 2 will take place. So, if you follow me on Twitter, or if you follow my other Twitter account, the Division 2 Hub account, You'll know that I've, I actually did a poll on this a while ago, asking people where they want the Division 2 to take place. I was just listening to Bombshell Jackets today, um, and I listened to the SitRep podcast, and on Bombshell Jackets, I believe it was Remy was talking about how he hopes that it's still in New York City. So, what a great place to start. Um, so, the, I have five places I speculate this game is going to go for the Division 2. Sorry, it's not Miami. It's not London. It's not Paris. It's not you know Sri Lanka. You know we it, it's pretty generic. So the five places I both hope it goes to and or think it, it could go to um, New York City I think is a possibility. As as my as I've been thinking and as time has gone on and I've thought more and more about it, I've, I've actually started to less and less think that this is going to actually happen. But I could be wrong. Or it could be a more complicated situation than just one city. And I'll explain that more in a minute. So New York City, Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. Uh, those are the five places I think are the most likely. Um, and when I think of those places, I try to think of three things. Um, how the story would go there from what we already know. Because honestly... There's a lot of lore, there's a lot of found story, but the way that the game lets off with that last mission you do, they and even with the intel that we found from Keener and things like that, it's basically wide open, right? I mean, to be honest, it could literally go anywhere. Um, and whether that was on purpose or because of time restraints, really I don't care. Um, I'm just happy that we know for a fact something's gonna happen with the Division 2 announcement. So I think about how the story can progress in these places. 
I think about how big the map can be and how much stuff can be in it. And I'll speak specifically to that in a minute. And like like landmarks and stuff like that. Now I'm going to be straight up. I really wanted to do more research before this podcast and have a list of landmarks for each city. I'll leave that up to you guys. I didn't have time to do it. I do plan on doing a video to that effect, either separate videos or one big one where I kind of go into more depth with graphics and pictures and videos and super amazing things with my mediocre at best editing skills. So we'll see how far I can push that. But I kind of want to go through each of these and just kind of give my opinion on why I think they would do it there and how I think it would work out. So New York City being the first one, I mean, there's pros and cons. That's Maybe that's what I'll do for each one of them. So the pros of New York City, familiar, existing assets, um, kind of a, a community desire to see more of the city. Um, if back, if, if people remember back in 2013, 14, 15, those trailers that we saw where it showed all the different boroughs and the multiple DZs and, and all that craziness. Um, I mean, we all want that deep down. At least I think a lot of people still want to see that and would be really excited to see um, that kind of fulfilled and um, to see it actually happen because you know from the release of this game even to this point a little bit people still have that like gut urge because it's the first thing they remember about this game to, to see that come to fruition um do i think that's going to be the case i don't know um i will say that my very loose interpretation of of the stuff that that we got from Keener in the base game and in, and in the West Side Piers expansion makes it really hard for me to believe that he would go through all this trouble to get off the island to just stay in Brooklyn or to just you know jump over you know to somewhere very close to the city. I, I can't help but imagine that you know with all of the stuff he said and that he seems to intend to do with this new technology he's acquired, with the blueprints he's acquired of the disease and stuff like that, it seems like he's got bigger plans than going after the burrows. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll kind of explain one last point once I'm through all of these. So Boston, uh, you know, it's it's uh, Boston to me, I'm a Patriots fan, so you can unfollow and subscribe now. If you, if you don't like that, I'm sorry. Um, but so I just think, you know, it's a cool old city. It's kind of got some of the same appeal as New York City, but in a different way. We do have some different types of architecture and stuff like that. You know, maybe even some more residential kind of stuff. Um, but before I go any further, I, I do think, I believe, if I remember correctly, the current LZ and DZ represents roughly a two mile by two mile square ish, ish being the very important word there. Um, so I, I believe that we will that we will have a bigger map. If you look at some of the recent games from Ubisoft, you've got Wildlands that has just an insanely gigantic map. You've got um, Far Cry that just has an insanely giant map. Um, probably the smallest of the three games I'm gonna talk about, Origins being the third one. I have to assume Far Cry's is the smallest, but it's also relatively dense. Um, where Wildlands and Origins aren't so much. They are a little bit um, more sparse because they have a lot of uh, rural areas and, and such. But regardless, 
I suspect we'll see a larger map. Um, and all of these areas fit that relatively well. So the third area I'm talking about um, is Chicago. Um, I think the cool things about Chicago is it's a, it's a whole different part of the country. Um, the architecture, I wouldn't say, is significantly different in the sense of lots of big buildings and straight roads and stuff like that. Um, but, but you do have, you know, a lot of rivers, bridges, um, lots of parks, like, you know, the, the idea of running around in Lincoln Park just sounds so freaking cool. You know, it's, that's a place of all of these cities. It's actually the only one I've been to. Um, and from walking that city a lot in the times I've been there, um, it, it would be pretty cool. I mean, you've got the rail system, you've got just a lot of really cool stuff in Chicago, some really neat architecture, um, some really, really well-known, um, like landmarks. Um, a big thing I, I thought about with Chicago is that, you know, you want this game to be in a place that everywhere in the world is aware of. Obviously people are aware of Boston. But I really feel like New York City and Chicago and the United States probably are maybe the top two, at least in my opinion, in that like status, that worldwide status of cities. And um, I, I feel like Chicago definitely has that kind of world appeal um, in that way. The downsides of Chicago, it would feel a lot like the Division One. It, it feels a lot like New York, and it's you know probably not the the most unique. Uh, update that so I will um, you know kind of go on that idea that it might not be the most exciting place to go in comparison to what we've already had the next one is Philadelphia uh, this is probably in my opinion the least likely one between this and Boston uh, again it's just another another historic place huge population unique architecture different part of the country I guess when I thought of this, I tried to think of important areas with lots of people still. Because if Keener wants to go, if the idea in the sequel is that he's going somewhere to basically blackmail or try to get more power by threatening more people. I'm trying to think of these big population centers in like the northeast corner of the United States, with Chicago basically being the furthest one west. Um, and kind of thinking of that like upper midwest northeast territory um philadelphia just has so much historical significance um i feel like it'd be a, a really cool place to play in um lots of really neat landmarks again and, and, and iconic places um that you could use in the game the last one is the one i i actually want it to be the most personally for lots of reasons but the last one i have is washington dc so I think it can kind of go without being said why that would be such a cool place, right? It's it's the, it's the capital of the country. Story-wise, I would say this is one of the most likely places that there's still some remnants of the functioning government. And if Keener really wanted to go for the throat and really take as much power as he possibly can, this seems like a good place to go. Um, the, the personal storyline I've thought of in my head is is what if, you know, the, the president, uh, president, uh, I can't remember his name. I, I'm sure someone in the comment, in the chat is going to say it, um, but it's like Wilson or something like that. Um, if, if he's in hiding or if he's been captured by some, by a group or something, I, I feel like the, the Division 2 could have this really cool storyline of trying to find Keener, trying to get to the president before Keener does or anyone else. 
and trying to retake Washington DC and reestablish it as a hub for the government to try to get everything back together. Um, for me personally, I think that's just a really neat, that'd be a fun way to do things. Um, I mean, I don't think I even need to say landmarks. I mean, we would have to have a mission in the White House, right? Maybe to go to the White House to try to find evidence of where the president went or try to find echoes of where he went and stuff like that. I mean, that's just a mission that writes itself, in my personal opinion. Um, you just have so many places in, in that city um, that would just be so cool to play in, to see to see the status of them in this kind of a disaster. Um, a lot of people don't know that Washington DC is basically a bog and without a functioning uh, sewer system and stuff like that, um, a lot of that land would get reclaimed pretty quick. So it'd be interesting to see how they would model that um, to see kind of how that kind of a city would be affected by its core services being taken offline and stuff like that. Um, if uh, I believe that, that the Division 2 will probably be played in like a 3x3 three three or 4x4 four four mile area. And um, if you ever look at the city, the district, uh, the District of Columbia, or, or if you look at the city limits of DC, they fit pretty close into that. You even have a, a big military base across the river um, and you know you could have some of that kind of playing in. There's just there's a lot of really cool possibilities. Um, and then you know we'll we'll do possible factions and stuff in a different podcast. I I don't want to drone on too long um, on this particular subject. But um, if you think about kind of how the Division One did, you know the base of operations and this cool old postal site, um, all the missions that they're in these kind of cool places, especially like Clear Skies and a really neat place. Um, I mean, Lexington, even the Madison Field Hospitals and Madison Square Garden. I mean, uh, for me personally, DC offers the most of those like iconic sites that'd be just really cool to kind of see how they would age them and weather them and apocalypse them. Um, but I really think, uh, and maybe it's something completely different. I don't know. I live near Cincinnati. Maybe, maybe they'll do a, a Cincinnati division uh i'm a little biased but i actually think it'd be pretty cool because uh smaller cities like cincinnati um have a have a big downtown like cincinnati does but then you you hit um not necessarily suburbs but but more residential areas really quick and so it's definitely um kind of a neat area i'm not expecting that i would almost guarantee one of these other selections before um you know, maybe they can do it in Hope County and, and do a Far Cry 5 crossover. But um, the last thing I'll say kind of on this speculation subject is maybe, um, as, you've, as you heard me say last week in the podcast, don't think too small. You know, with the Division 1, we had New York City. So the assumption is, well, we'll just play in a different city or in the same city that's expanded. Um, think big. Get bigger than that. Well, if we go to multiple cities... Well, if we start off in New York and finish some kind of job in New York uh, using some upgraded assets in the current game, and then you know we get called to or we get transferred or you make a new agent or something, I don't know. But what if we see multiple cities? Uh, is that Do I think that's likely? I don't really. Would I love that? For sure. 
No matter what they do, though, no matter what city or cities, with my new little speculation idea, no matter what they do, I just really hope that we get a lot more utilization of whatever area. If we get another game that's roughly the same size as Division 1 was, roughly 2 by 2 square miles, or 2 by 2 square, that's fine. I'm okay with that if it's four times denser. Um, right now we have, in the LZ, we have the, the LZ bosses, we have HVTs, but even the HVTs are in certain spots, in certain parts of the map. You know, we have the missions in certain spots. Even in the DZ, you know, the mobs tend to roam the same areas. We've got the, the landmarks in there. I, I just really hope that no matter what city it's in, that it's just, it's just more utilized. That, you know, those set things are great. You've, hear, you've heard me argue that I wish the West Side Piers didn't have this random spawning system. I wish the West Side Piers did have set mobs the way the rest of the LZ does. I wish they were like legendary level. I wish they were really challenging or had some kind of cool mechanic to them. Um, but I think some of that predictability is nice. What I don't care for um, is, is just wasting space. So I don't really want the West Side Piers spawning system for stuff in, in an entire game. I think that would probably drive me wacky. But what I would really like to see is even if it, even if the game is roughly the same size in actual square footage, I just I really really hope that whatever location we play in is dense, um, dense just full of stuff. Far Cry Five has been a really good example in my opinion. Um, obviously, it's an extremely different game, but if you start up Far Cry Five, close your eyes, spin your character around, and then just start walking in a direction, you're gonna run into stuff to do. Whether you're going to get attacked by a wolverine, or you're going to run into some random high-level enemies, or you're going to be fighting a plane, and then right on your last breath, a turkey's going to attack you and kill you. That game really feels, it feels very dense, and, and despite the fact that it's a, it's a pretty large game, you, you, it doesn't feel that big because you don't have to look for a lot of stuff to do. Um, if, you just, if you just explore, you'll find stuff. You can, you can do stuff as simple as Uber Timmy was talking about it with me. We're going to do something kind of fun where we're going to both start up Far Cry. We're going to find a river and we're going to go to that river and we're going to fish for like a half hour on stream or off or whatever. And we're just going to talk about what we want to see in the division. He called it like fishing with Bond or something uh, or campfire with Bond, you know, like something like that. That game allows a lot of that. And I really hope that we can see a similar density in wherever we play the Division 2. There it is. I'm done droning on about that, and I'm sure you are all thankful if anyone's left. Um, so the, the second to last thing I have here is just gaming news. I, I didn't have a lot of time to dig through a whole bunch of that stuff quite yet. Um, I did see today they're going to remaster Spyro the Dragon, which has a little soft spot in my heart because I loved playing that game when I was a kid. Uh, I'm probably not going to go out and buy a PlayStation just to play it now. I'm going to throw it out there, but I am excited that they are remastering that and, and the leaked pictures, you know, nowadays I always am very suspicious of leaks because they often seem to be uh, cheap uh, marketing, but um, they, they didn't just like kind of upgrade it a little bit. Like, I mean, they, they basically, it looks like they tore it down and, and rebuilt the whole game, which, which could be super cool. Those were really fun platformers. Um, the other set, the other little, tidbit i had here was 
uh, Far Cry 5 being named the second fastest selling game for Ubisoft. Uh, not to supplant uh, The Division quite yet, um, though if you ever look at the speculated numbers on The Division sales, it's going to be pretty surprising if, if any game, at least under Ubisoft, breaks that. It was pretty substantial. Um, but this second place spot for Far Cry 5, especially considering it's the fifth game in a series that hasn't always lived up to expectation or gotten people really excited, especially from three to four. I feel like four um, sounds like a lot of people thought it was a decent game, but that it wasn't, um, it felt a little bit like uh, Far Cry 3.5 uh, or, or something like that. And then Primal, I think a lot of people forget even existed, including myself. Um, but I think it's really cool. Uh, obviously in a very biased way, I really hope that maybe the Division 2 can take that second spot from Far Cry 5 maybe the first spot from division one but you know i, I won't get too uh too cocky about that like, that's a that's quite the uh, step to take so so to kind of wrap it up for this podcast um i really appreciate everyone being patient with me for the last week while i was in jury duty i was pretty restricted with how much i could be accessing things uh judges don't take too kindly the tweeting uh, mid jury uh duty so um, I appreciate everyone being cool. I know the streams have been a little slower, not quite as long. Um, things should get back to normal this week and moving on. Um, I am thinking up a giveaway. So I'll be doing some kind of poll or some kind of uh, Twitter post asking what you guys want as a giveaway. I haven't done one in a little bit, um, whether it's some headphones, a game, some gift cards, whatever, some, some merch or something. I don't know. I'm going to leave it up to you guys. So be on the lookout for that. Um, other than that, that's about all I have. Be on the lookout on Twitter. I'm going to try to start involving you guys more in this. I would like to start doing guests on some of these um, podcasts. And, um, and that's all I have for today. So thank you. You're still hanging out. If you're listening on SoundCloud, we'll be back uh, next week with episode four. And I'll try to have some interesting stuff to talk about then. But until then, this is Bond Diesel. <laughs>